The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk free bets. Yeah, I said it risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Tuesday. Max, what's happening? Uh, The uh, Tampa Bay Rays must be really happy to see Charlie Morton pitching in a World Series once again. Uh, must make them really proud to see that he's the game one starter in the World Series. Good job, Tampa Bay. Oh, oh wait. God. Oh, wait. He's not pitching for Tampa Bay. Sorry about that. He's pitching for Atlanta because we all saw that coming. Whoops. What's going on, Panther? Uh, I'm, I'm on another sport. Like, who would have thunk we'd be, we'd be looking forward to Thursday night football because this Monday night game was such a yawner. Oh man, the Thursday nights haven't been unbearable, and we got a really good, good one coming up this Thursday. But last night, not only did it suck as far as a score and game and everything, but then it also sucked for me because I lost in fantasy because Kamara put up a ridiculous number of fantasy points. So <laughs> last night just over overall sucked. I, I, I can't complain about last night. Uh, <laughs> we we covered the spread, Panther. We did cover the spread, but I, I'm look. I'm one of those, you know. 42 to 38 kind of guys. These 17 to 14 games fucking bore me to death. I don't know what you're talking about. Geno Smith, according to QBR last or this week, was the 22nd ranked quarterback. That puts him ahead of uh, Darnold, Garoppolo, Mahomes, and Fields. <laughs> 22nd, would you figure what? We had six teams on buys? <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Just, just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ma- Max, you mentioned something about Nagy. I couldn't find any press conference, but I guess he does have the vid. Yeah, uh, well, the other thing, too, is he apparently in his press conference, he was saying that, you know, um, the bond established between this team in the last 24, 48 hours 
is an unbreakable bond. It was just really bizarre after being destroyed by 35 fucking points and, and just having a shit ass game and destroying a, a, a rookie quarterback. He's just, I think he's just losing his mind uh, because he's going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt that he's getting fired. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do, but by, by saying that we have this strong bond in the locker room, like, I don't think so. I think they're, they're ready to fucking kick your ass out of that locker room. Nagy. Oh yeah. yeah that, that That's a bandaid or, or a cover up because I believe fields came out and uh, didn't throw Nagy under the bus, but he was questioning the play calling and their, their ability to set him up for success. And then, and, and look, I got, I got to agree. I watched that game. I mean, fields would get the ball and shotgun and he already had three Buccaneers in the backfield. Like that offensive line might be one of the worst in the NFL. It, it, it was bad. So you're going to pin this one on Nagy schematically. What what should they have done then? Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's much they could have done because they were down 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. But um, the, the quick, quick screens to the wide receiver, quick slants. Like he's just got to get the ball out of his hands. He, you can't run deep routes. You can't go for these long, deep plays when your offensive line doesn't give you any protection. That's true. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> uh, Red Zone really didn't flip over to uh, the Bears game very often when the Bears had the ball, if you can imagine. Because they were never in the red zone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you have 1.9 and not even GPA, uh, QBR, of course, you're going to do whatever. You're going to flail and say whatever the fuck you can to defend yourself and say, no, it's not on me. It's on the coach. You know, Panther says to throw these quick slants. Well, you know what? I'm sure all these plays that get called for a lot of these quarterbacks that throw the quick slants are not those plays that are called for quick slants. They just see the open guy. They throw it really fast. Uh, he's holding on to the ball too much. Like, I, I, I think he's got to own up to some of that, too. And for the offensive line, they are a great rushing team. So their offensive line knows how to block. Apparently, they just don't care about blocking for the quarterback. Hmm. And, and, and in all fairness, Max is right. I don't know if you watched him in college, but Justin Fields does have a tendency to hold on to the ball way too long. That's been one of my knocks on him when he came out of college. Um, he's guilty of tunnel vision and he's guilty of holding on to the ball too long. But if they don't, if you design plays, you give plays where there's no deep, you know, routes, there's no reason to hold on to the ball too long. Just snap, throw, and they, he just didn't do much of that uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all, that's a timing throw and he may not have the timing yet down. Ah, it'll be fun to see. <laughs> Good luck, Maggie. <laughs> Well, it's already fun to see the quarterback uh, situation. You know, uh, it's, it seems with, with Zach Wilson out, Joe Flacco is going to go back to the Jets. He's going to be plugged right into the, that starting role like he was for a season or so. Uh, there's uh, rumors that the Browns, if, if the news on Baker Mayfield goes down uh, poorly, Browns might be interested in bringing Cam Newton in to fill in for him. So that's mm. that's the latest rumor is that uh, Cam's ready to play and, and the Browns might give him a sniff for a season if they lose Baker for the year. Uh, Baker seems to want to gut it out, but the doctors keep telling him, don't fucking do it. So it uh, seems to be at an impasse there. Uh, I, I Teams usually win. Yeah. You know, te yeah. teams usually win on this. When you have a quarter, uh, a franchise quarterback, teams usually win on this. But, I, you know, listen, I, I didn't hate what we saw. Uh, on Thursday night last week, right? Yeah. I, I, it seemed like there was some good chemistry there and, and familiarity uh, in, in that offense. So I don't know if bringing Cam in would be a solution for the Bears other than I guess he would be the backup then at that point, right? Mm. 
I, I mean, a good situation for Case Keenum, and if they get Cam Newton, he will have never played on a more talented team. If you can keep Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham uh, healthy, you get the running backs back. Um, I, I look. They looked okay against the Broncos, but it was the Broncos, so I'm not going to take too much away from it. But, uh, look, if they did sign Cam Newton, Cam Newton will have never been in a better situation than that. I, I do believe that. Hmm. Oh, man. He, I, I'm just still surprised. Cam Newton looked so good before he got COVID, and then he fell off that cliff. And I don't know if that was a Patriots problem or a Cam Newton problem. Because, honestly, I mean, Patriots weren't that talented last year. No, no, but those first couple of games with him, like didn't look bad. We, were, we were rubbing our eyes, like who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and, yeah. It, it could have been the Darnold Mirage, time. Max. The, the Sam Darnold Mirage. It's, it's quite possible because I mean, now, now uh, uh, the Panthers apparently are raising their hands for the, the Deshaun Watson mess. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> it's like, oh wait, this is the guy. Oh, we remember the Sam Darnold. Yeah, I, I, I'm again. It's it, I think it goes to the point that Christian McCaffrey is such an important focal point to that offense and just frees up to be able to do the play action and frees up to be able to take some pressure off of throwing the ball so much. I think Darnold looks so good because defenses had to focus most of their attention on McCaffrey because if not, he'd fucking shred them. And he also had that safety blanket where McCaffrey can catch the ball, right? So it's like there's no one open. Oh, shit, I'm just going to. Here you go. Toss it to McGaffrey. He'll get like three, four yards on a run. So he doesn't have that anymore. And, he, and it's starting to to show uh, flaws there. Uh, so, again, like it's definitely an issue with Darnold. But removing your best offensive player, just again, you know, um, imagine in the situation right now, just moving, removing Tyree Kill from that offense and, and seeing what would happen. Well, defensive, <laughs> defenses are doing that pretty well for the Chiefs. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think we should get to work here. We have a big game today, a big game one. There it yeah, is. I, I alluded to it, right? Uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves uh, made the World Series he- heading to Houston uh, to play the Astros. You know, the Braves managed to eliminate the bubble champs, and now they're facing another World Series winner with question marks etched onto their trophy. Uh, Astros look to give the proverbial and possibly the literal middle finger to everyone by winning the world series again but it's i don't think it's going to be an easy road you know it's it's well documented on this show that for a large part of the season the braves had major issues but they turned things around when it mattered most and a huge part of that was their pitching and i said it they're they're putting veteran charlie morton on the mound today and he just continues to bruce as a starter i think i read he signed an extension to 2022 so he he's already coming back next year. So I mean, this is a guy that's kind of been year to year for what the last four years, and apparently he's he's on for another ride. Uh, if they win the World Series, we'll see if that changes. Maybe it just walks off into the sunset. You know, Atlanta, their overall team pitching has been really good in the playoffs. Three point four one team ERA, and and it's fairly better than Houston's four point five zero ERA in the playoffs. Uh, hitting wise, the Astros definitely have the edge. They're batting 281 compared to the Braves 250. They've knocked in 27 more runs. But while Atlanta's won with their pitching in the playoffs, they can turn it on offensively. We know that they've got some offensive players. I think uh, if 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 the Astros put up three four runs, the Braves aren't going to shrink down like the fucking Dodgers did and just cry in their fucking little uh, bubble champ dugout over there. I think. Uh, Atlanta could punch back, which I think makes them a nice bet on the series. I think you're going to get a nice uh, plus line on the series. 
And I think I like the plus line on game one. So I'll drop $10 on the Atlanta Braves. You know, I've just seen so many interesting memes leading up to this game. But, you know, do you guys know what, like, Mattress Mac put up, like, $2 million and stands to win $20 million if Houston wins here? It's the biggest payout for Vegas uh, if Houston were to win. Um, you know, and the thing about the Braves, let's go back to the All-Star game where uh, – the Major League Baseball moved it to Denver, and Braves were like, here, hold my beer. <laughs> and now we're going to get the World Series in Atlanta, starting with Game 3. But looking at this game, Morton versus Valdez, you know, you mentioned Houston's ERA. That ERA is significantly lower if you take out Framber Valdez. He's not pitched all that well the entire playoffs. Uh, I do like Charlie Morton. I do really like this Braves team and the way they're playing. And uh, I, I like that plus line. So I, this is actually a double bet for me. I'm going to put a quarter on the Braves, and I think this thing gets over eight. Both these offenses, uh, apologies to both pitchers, but both these offenses are so good. I think we get over eight runs. If you go back and look at the scoring with the uh, championship series, I think they only had like one game each in their series that was under eight runs. So I, I like this for an overplay as well, 25 bucks on the over eight. Gotcha. Wow, minus 115. So <laughs> it looks like Vegas agrees with you. I agree with everything you said about Framber Valdez. He's not the best. And it looks like this minus 129 that Houston's got almost scarily accurate in my mind. And I'm still going to do it. I don't have a ton of value at all, but I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Astros to sneak out this first game. Uh, Max, the series price here is a plus 115 for Atlanta to take it. Minus 129 Astros. Not that much value then. I thought mm. I, th- I thought you were probably going to see like maybe the 170, 180 mark for the series price. Uh, so th- that that goes to show you that this, this is this should be an interesting series. And, and if it goes at least six games, then we've got November baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to take a Braves 4-0 sweep, you're going to get plus 1350. I will not take that. I oh, do okay, not think okay. that that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> now, these are two evenly matched teams. I'm kind of hoping we go to seven games because this. I think they're two evenly matched pitching and hitting wise. This this should be a fun series. It is. Look at this. Atlanta plus one and a half games. This is a series spread. Atlanta plus one and a half games is minus one eighty. So yeah, <laughs> it looks. They're thinking it's going to be close. Yeah, I think I think so too. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna see any uh, sweeps or gentlemen sweeps here. I think the Braves have uh I, I think the Braves have too much pride. They're not like the fucking Dodgers that wilt up and die. Uh, I think they have uh, a lot of talent too, uh to you know both sides of the, the, the ball, right? So I don't think that the this is gonna be one sided and uh listen, I mean, you know, Boston Boston had the Astros on the ropes for a couple of games there and you know, the Astros are able to turn it on as well. So that's what I'm saying is like pitching has gotten the Braves this far. I do think it needs to be their hitting that keeps them in this series, though. And I, I'm confident that they can turn that on. Yeah, it's interesting to me that both these teams had that Pythagorean luck factor. They were both minus six going into the playoffs. So they were both ready wow. to normalize, wow. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <sighs> Is that it? Should yeah. I breather here? Or? Yeah, let's take a little break. Let's okay. talk about D-Gen gear because you can celebrate those bubble champs. Uh, the Lakers, I believe, are playing tonight, right? And uh, they're, they're bubble champs. The Dodgers, they're not playing tonight because they were bubble champs last year and got bounced from the playoffs. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the D-Gen shop. You can buy your bubble champ gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full D-Gen. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Heading over to the NBA, I suppose. What do you like? Uh, yeah, there's a few games on the board that, that, um, that I'll bet on. We'll start off with... The Golden State Warriors and OKC. Uh, right now, I think there's two constants that I can see in the NBA right now. The Warriors are a winning team and OKC is not. <laughs> now, like everything in the NBA, it's, it's bound to change in an instant. That could be tonight, right? We, we can see the flip-flop on this. But OKC continues to lose by double-digit points. Steph Curry continues to play MVP caliber, caliber basketball. So I will take that square sucker play. $10 bet on the Warriors. You know, I, I really, really was heavily leaning on on that. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know why. I'm just a little hesitant. Where, I, what I end up doing? I was talking to uh, Arch pre-show. I want to go first half in this game. I only got to give up five points in the first half. Um, Curry all of a sudden thinks he's Russell Westbrook, getting like 14 rebounds in a game. Like this is not who Curry has ever been. And then he's just absolutely hungry, going out there, being the absolute star that he is. I think Golden State. I think Max, you do hit it. I just couldn't get to the nine points. So I'm going to lay the five on the first half and put 10 bucks on the Warriors. So I don't know what this is. I'm betting the Warriors. I don't know if this is a kiss of death or what, but yeah, Warriors minus nine. Honest to God, I was a little surprised it was only nine. Max, I'm sure you've got it. I think that's why I was scared. That was only nine. Yeah, I do. I have have it at 12. I've got it at 19. Jesus. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? All right, give me the give me the Warriors. Ten bucks minus the nine. I'll, I'll burn this money. All right. On the flip side of things, let's scroll down and talk Houston at Dallas. Uh, Dallas making their home debut as the Rockets are heading into town. You know, uh, Rockets, they look dominant against this Thunder team because, well, it's the fucking Thunder. And the moment they face some competition, and yes, I will say Boston is, quote-unquote, some competition, they did not fare as well. So uh, I'm just trying to figure out what this Dallas team is. Uh, I, they have the best young player in the league, and 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 that's it. Like, I don't know what to think of this Dallas team. Sometimes Luka is enough to win games. And I do think they win today, but th- that's a lot of points here, even on this Houston team that we don't think much about. Uh, they've showed some part, though. They, they they were in that Boston game until they let that uh, slip away. Christian Wood's playing really good basketball. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the points here. $10 bet on Houston. You know, I was tempted to take Houston here, but um, you, you, you hit it on the head. Like, we really don't know who this Dallas team is. The same team we've pretty much seen for the last two years. Um, 
don't get Luca any help whatsoever. And one thing that I've noticed though in their first two games, the Mavs are really struggling to score. Um, they're they're not a run up and down the court team. They don't push the ball. They don't really have the help to push the ball, and they're not the greatest defensive team. But what I'm looking at here is this total. I'm seeing it at 221. I don't like either one of these offenses that well, so I'm going to put 10 bucks on the under 221. All right, 221. Gotcha. In. I'm going to lean Houston really hard in this one. Almost have it as a bet, but not quite. So, yeah, just a lean for me. But I think Max is cashing this one. All right, last one up for me, Denver at Utah. You know, when comparing these two teams, it's it's, and I'll say it, it's unfair to compare these two teams without Jamal Murray on the court for Denver. But when you compare these two teams right now, there is a clear separation between the two. The Jazz have started off the season much off where they were last year. They're playing great basketball. They are winning Denver much like last year, they look uneven. I know it's a two-game sample, but through two games, they look uneven. Uh, they dropped that silly one to the Cavs uh, on the road uh, yesterday. Now they're going to turn in a back-to-back to play a Jazz team that was pretty much unbeatable at home last year, and I think they're going to be pretty much unbeatable at home this year, and I do think that they win this game. But again, I just I think it's a tad bit too many points, even with how well Utah's playing. I think Denver in this game – it's 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 odd even odd even. I think they bounce back today and can keep it close. They lose this one, but it's a close one. Ten dollar bet on Denver. Yeah, I don't know if this early in the season, if you look ahead, like that that loss to Cleveland last night, just kind of inexcusable, really. But uh, a touchdown against Utah, just it, I agree with you. It seems like too many. I still got a little, a few questions about this Denver team because they're just not the same team without Jamal Murray. We saw that last year in the playoffs. I do like the Jazz, but again, I'm not betting this game. Where I'm going to go is that total again. I like that Utah defense and the instability Denver's offense. I think we're going under 219. So 10 bucks on the under. Gotcha. Not a game I'm on. I'm leaning Denver here. I agree with what you, what you said, Max. Uh, Seven and a half seems like too many points, but I, I can look through pages of my NBA data where I thought something was too many points. So I'll lean Denver here. In this. All right, that's it for me. I got one more play. I mean, this is just stupid on my part, but let's take a look at the Lakers at San Antonio. The Lakers look like the dysfunctional bunch. They were fighting on the sidelines, um, but then they turned around and won a game after that. They're better than their one and two records suggest. San Antonio, I, I don't know what to think of this team. I like the guard play. Um, I like Podol at center, but I really don't think they actually have enough scoring to keep up with the Lakers. So I had it at four and a half. Can I still get four and a half? Because I saw it move to five, Arch. Yeah, you but, uh, I'm, four and a half. yeah, I'm on the Lakers at four and a half. Ten bucks on the Lakers. Yeah, I have the Lakers winning this game. I have them winning it by about three, sometimes four points. So not enough for me to you know bet them or even bet San Antonio here. I, I think the Lakers will turn things around, but early on, I'm even worried about their scoring. You talk about San Antonio's inability to score. The Lakers have potential to score, and they just can't seem to put it all together. You know, we said that that Russell Westbrook acquisition was a curious one, and through three games, it continues to be a curious one. I don't know if he was the right fit. I think their first trade that they made with Sacramento might have been an, uh, a really better fit for this team. Um 
I don't know. I think there's still some questions about how the Lakers turn things around. You know, LeBron, I think there was a collective gasp in L.A. when LeBron went down uh, with his knee the other game. So we'll see how they treat him on this one. If, if they're, you know, bubble wrapping him up and taking him out early. I'll lean San Antonio here with those points, but I could not get to a side. Yeah, leaning San Antonio here, too. I have the Lakers winning, just like Max said, but not, not quite not enough to cover that. You know, I don't really trust San Antonio either. So lean for me, Spurs. All right. That, that was my last play. You want to take a look at the 76ers and Knicks real quick? I mean, I'm leaning uh, Knicks here, minus the point. I don't know, Max, where, do you, where are you coming down on this one? I'll lean Philadelphia getting okay. the point. I have this. I have this as 108, 108. Ooh, like I'm. Ooh. I mean, this is this is a coin flip game for me. New York at home. I like New York at home. They they play uh, uh, much better. But you know, again, I, the, this might be the the most competition the Knicks have faced all season so far. You know, <laughs> they, they they've been able to to beat up on Orlando and some of the other teams. So uh, facing adversity, see how they they stack up against Philadelphia. Uh, Philly not always the best team on the road. I think they got much better last year, but again, last year was a, a weird season. I, I have to, I like, honestly, like looking at last year's data for NBA and NHL, it's just, I got to rub my eyes and say like, what the fuck is going on here? And same thing here. Like, yeah, Philadelphia got some wins on the road last year, but let's see how it pans out this year. I, I'll lean the Phillies. Um, sorry. The Sixers with that one point. <laughs> Just just run with it. Like you do it on purpose. That's what I do. Um, I don't have this that close if Philadelphia is healthy. The only the only reason this game is a one-point game right now is because Embiid and Drummond both popped up on the injury report. I think this is more like a six-point game for the Sixers. So if they're healthy, I'm jumping all over Philadelphia. The line suggests to me Embiid and or Drummond don't play tonight, uh, which would make it a Knicks play. But I'm off this game. All right. What are we looking at in hockey? Yeah, I've got some games on the board today. I'm only on one of them. I want to circle that Tampa Bay Lightning at Pittsburgh Penguins game. Uh, you know, I think there's value at Pittsburgh at home here. You know, the, I was looking at the, the where the money and the public are coming in. The money's hammering the Lightning here. Uh, I'm seeing that line getting better for Tampa uh, earlier. I, I don't know if it's, it's rebounded back, but you know, there's some trappish undertones here. And just in general, the Penguins are playing some really good hockey to start off the season while Tampa is slow to start, right? It was similar to last year. Tampa's just like biding their time and waiting, I guess. Uh, Pittsburgh right out of the gate said, hey, yeah, we're not dead yet. So yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh at home with a plus line, $10 bet on the Penguins. Oh, yeah. Complete agreement here. Tampa Bay, real slow to get out of the gate. Pittsburgh went down to Tampa to open the season and smacked them around a little bit. We know how good they are at home. Uh, I'm in 100% agreement here. $10 on the Penguins. Mm. I like that play an awful lot. An awful lot. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to throw a few bucks on Pittsburgh myself. Plus 120? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's it for me. That was the only oh, game wow. I, I, I liked today. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're wilder playing. I can't believe you're not on this game. I am. Minnesota Wild at Vancouver. Um, Wild, surprisingly, are undefeated on the road, and uh, they're on the road. I've kind of documented the first week or so how well the U.S. teams are doing against Canadian teams. I think it continues again tonight. I like Minnesota for this win, so I'll lay the 120 and put 10 bucks on Minnesota. Yeah, some moral support. I like Minnesota here, and you're, you're right. They, they're playing much better on the road if this was at home well if this is at home this would be like a minus 180 game so <laughs> forget about that i think there is some value on the wild i just couldn't quite get there for a bet a lean on minnesota i would probably lean uh, the canucks here with the plus line but you know it's hockey what do i know 
it's not quite a plus line. That's my. I mean, I guess at some sports books, uh, like I, I, you can probably looking, get like a plus one hundred five, one hundred six, right? I'm looking at that plus one twelve. Okay, yeah, you can get plus one twelve. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but uh, this is this is dropping, and it's 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 concerning, and I think that's probably what scared me off a little bit. Gotcha. Like this 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 seems to be a little suspicious for Minnesota. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I'll lean the Wild though. That's the only two plays that I have. Ooh, really? Let's see. Did I like anything today? I was looking at this uh, San Jose plus line, plus 118 over the Predators. I wanted to ask, is there any value here? Because yeah, I, I, like that, yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I, I think in terms of if you're looking at the uh, the plus lines, I'm, I'm kind of like Calgary, but that's not you're not getting much of a payout on Calgary. I think the San Jose game is the one that gives you the most value as a plus line today. I, I'm, <laughs> unless you said a Golden Knights plus 157 heading to Colorado for a slaughter. I don't think so. I think it's San, it's San Jose on the board today for the plus line. Yeah, I agree. I just think Nashville's better than what their record has shown. So I didn't I didn't have a play. I think it's an actually pretty even game, but with the plus line, San Jose is probably the play. I've just been been doing really well in hockey. I didn't want to take a loss if they lose, so I didn't bet it. Mm. What about the Devils? This one's all over the place. Like, check it out. It's minus 112, it's minus 115, or it's minus 105. Yeah, I got this. I, I like Calgary. I was getting it at plus like 105. Uh, I think you can get plus 104 still. Yeah. It just wasn't quite enough for me. This Devils team hasn't like folded over and died just yet on the ice. <laughs> They're showing a little spirit. And, you know, uh, Calgary, as Panther mentioned, they, they are a Canadian team. And, and you know, he's he's eyeing up those Canadians playing a, a, the, the United States team. So we'll just see uh, I, some value on Calgary, but I, I couldn't bet it. I think I actually like Calgary in this play just because if you go and look at New Jersey's wins, they beat Buffalo, which is a quality win, but they've beaten the Kraken. They've beaten the Blackhawks, who I don't think much of. Um, Calgary should be a little bit more imposing. I, I think I like Calgary here, but this is, was a no play for me. And it's bizarre that you say that Buffalo was a, a quality win. <laughs> and, and sadly, through the early part of the season, it's true. Like Buffalo's playing some good fucking hockey right now. It's It's insane. All right. I don't think there's anything else I wanted to look at, really. I'm not looking at you, Seattle. That's for sure. Uh, I like Montreal on that one. <laughs> I couldn't quite do it. I like Montreal on that one. Are you fi- are you off the Kraken? Are we off? <laughs> well, I mean, what, what what am I supposed to do, Panther? I mean, you 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 know, here you keep taking shots at me for a fucking team that doesn't goddamn exist, and I'm trying to predict what their stats are. It's hard. No, I, I'm not gunning you for that. It's it's hard. I think you had them looking at the roster, thought they were a playoff team. I, I maybe they are. I don't know. The West is is the West tough. Everything's tough. It's fucking hockey. It's fucking hockey. Yeah. All right. So, I, I beat up on you. That's what I'm supposed to do. It's no, my job. you're not. You know, you, you're <laughs> fucking coming at me every single fucking episode. I, I'm just trying to fucking ignore it because you're being a dick to me. You know, and so go fuck yourself, Panther. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we talked about baseball, football, basketball, and hockey, Max. That's it. That is it. Download DJ's app for Android iOS. Listen to anything with our picture, because anyone speaks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Bye. <laughs> oh, Panther Parlay. Let's try the Lakers. Golden State and those Penguins. We'll slap those three together. We'll try that out today. And uh, we're hanging out on what Facebook and mostly Twitter. You guys can shoot the shit with us. Give us a holler. We'll holler right back. And give this guy Max a holler. He's a good guy. 
And whatever you do, let's all just make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.